Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's open our Bibles this morning to Numbers chapter 33, verses 1 to 9. Numbers chapter 33, verses 1 to 9. These are the journeys of the children of Israel who went about the land of Egypt by their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. Now Moses wrote down the starting points of their journeys at the command of the Lord. And these are their journeys according to their starting points. They departed from Ramses in the first month on the 15th day of the first month on the day after the Passover of, his, of Israel went out with boldness in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians were burying all the firstborn whom the Lord had killed among them. Also on their gods the Lord had executed judgments. Then the children of Israel moved from Ramses and camped at Sakuth. They departed from Sakuth and camped at Etham, which is on the edge of wilderness. They moved from Etham and turned back to Pairoth, which is the east of Baal Zevaim, and they camped near Migdol. They departed from before Harioth and passed through the midst of the sea into the wilderness, and three days' journey into the wilderness of Etham and camped at Mara. They moved from Mara, came to Elim, and Elim were twelve springs of water, seventy palm trees, so they camped there. Hallelujah. How many of you are thankful for the word? Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. They moved from Mara and came to Elim. At Elim were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. So they camped there. These are the journeys of the children of Israel. How many of you know that we are in a journey? And how many of you know we want to keep moving? Even at the 8th month, at the beginning of 8th month, as we are about to leave the 7th month of 2019, how many of you want to know that we have to keep moving? If you want to title the word, keep moving. Look at two people and say, keep moving. Hallelujah. Christian life is always about movement. When you and I move, you put the devil in the back foot. How many of you want to put the devil in the back foot? Hallelujah. When you and I start moving, you put the devil on the back foot. Hallelujah. Some of you feel that the devil is ahead of you. Some of you feel that you are under the power of the enemy. But you and I start to move forward. The enemy, hallelujah, begins to move back. Hallelujah. In your movement forward, there is a movement of the enemy backward. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He will retrieve. Your forward movement, hallelujah, has a power to keep the enemy go back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When Bartimaeus decided to move forward, everybody who accused him, hallelujah, glory to God, started keeping quiet. Till that time, their voices were about us. Their voices to be heard. Their voices were about Bartimaeus. But Bartimaeus said, I am not going to shut my mouth because of some critics. Come on, somebody. I'm going to shout it out. I'm going to cry all the more. Hallelujah. Bartimaeus, one cry, the Lord which was in the road, hallelujah, came to where he was. How many of you know one cry is enough, he will come to your house. One cry is enough, he'll come to your business. One cry is enough. Come on, somebody. He will come. One genuine cry is enough. Hallelujah. For the Lord to come out where you are. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You put the devil in fear. When you move forward, you put the devil in confusion. When you move forward, devil will get into a negative cycle. Praise the Lord. When you move forward, everything that you are going through, the Lord will seven times send it across the enemy. When you and I move forward, the enemy will turn into confusion. The enemy will be mourning. The enemy will be on the back foot. Come on, somebody this morning. Hallelujah. The reaction of the enemy is one of shame. Come on. He will be put to shame. Everything that you are going through, the enemy will go through. Confusion of Hallelujah. Keep moving in the Hallelujah. By the time the word is over, you have to put the enemy in a trap. Hallelujah. He will even forget to react to you. Come on, somebody, this morning. The very way that the enemy could come into your life will be closed. If you would call upon his name, if you would cry upon his name, come on. 
by the time he finds new tricks you will be far ahead hallelujah by the time hallelujah, the enemy finds new tricks you will be far ahead come on somebody this morning i'm going to move forward in jesus name christian life is always about movement maduthu marinirikkirathu don't sit as if you're tired don't say you are tired walk with jesus run for the lord run for his work run for his gospel the holy spirit tonight wants to lift up some people from their dry and defeated pits to rise up and do something magnificent and glorious for the lord hallelujah nee aayikkunna kulil ninnu ninne kaiti mahatikaramaya devathinte sabakku vendi ninne upayogikkuvan devam viyarichirikkunnu how many of you are thankful for the hallelujah thoughts of god over your life hallelujah if you are happy lift him up and praise his name hallelujah hallelujah when the word of god is thrown should catch it vajana veriyumba pidichonam hallelujah some of you you know why you are not catching the word because you have forgotten yesterday's word you thought yesterday i caught the word nothing happened you let it go hallelujah but when the word of god is thrown into your life know that if you catch the word it will come to fulfillment even yesterday's promises hallelujah don't let it go hold on to it yesterday's prophecies hold on to it yesterday's power hold on to it whatever that you heard yesterday hold on to it all will come to pass all will come to pass innale kittiya vajana nee erju kalayirde adum karthavu nivartiyirikkuvan avan shaktanaada hallelujah catch the word hallelujah sometimes in the morning if you're tired feel like that you're trapped in a corner god's word has the power to work hallelujah anointing into your life a river into your life hallelujah amen the god's word decides the outcome how many of you will understand that tonight the outcome of the matter is in the hands of the lord your times are in his hands ninde hal samayam karthavinte kaiyilana pishashinte kaiyilalla your time your ministry your family is not in the hands of the devil it is in the hands of the living god there should be a movement in your spiritual life everything that you are going through is taking you forward you can't see it how many of you know hallelujah everything that you are going through it is a propeller that is taking you forward hallelujah it is to oh come on somebody today on friday i said everything that you are going through work for you one way or the other your past your present your future your delays hallelujah your critics hallelujah even the devil everything that is come against you will work for you hallelujah one way or the other oh hallelujah by the time the arrow that is sent by the enemy gets into your life the arrow of the enemy will become the arrow of the lord come on somebody hallelujah glory to god ninukedire paicha aa ambundallo aa villundallo adha ninde aduthu varumbol adu devathinte villayittu maatuvan or abhishega pa indu pravartikkunnundu glory praise the lord by the time that enemy sent that arrow to defeat joseph into the pit by the time it matured and came to joseph it made him a king hallelujah glory to god come on somebody ah deborios paradala adara adara deborios karadara mana hadaga mana durodala bala sia keep moving look at two people say keep moving hallelujah in verses above moses is talking about the journey from egypt to the promised land when god gives the promise most of the people get discouraged because they think the promise will immediately come to fulfillment or fulfilled in a day devithinte vaagdana ottu dosam kondu nadakkunnalla the fact is that from the time of the promise declared and the time of fulfillment there is a journey hallelujah there is a period which you need to walk we have to keep moving during that time devithinte vaagdanam thanna അത് നിവർത്തിയിരിക്കുന്നതിന് ഇടയ്ക്കൊരു സമയമുണ്ട് ഒരു യാത്രയുണ്ട് അവിടെ നീ തിരസ്കരിക്കപ്പെട്ടു പോകല്ല അവിടെ നീ ഹലലൂയ സ്തോത്രം ശബിച്ചെന്ന് ഓർക്കരുത് അതിന്റെ അകത്തും നീ മുന്നോട്ട് നടന്നോണം യു കീപ് വോക്കിംഗ് ഡെസ്റ്റിനേഷൻ പോരാടി പോരാടി മടുത്തു ഐ ബാറ്റിൽ ഇറ്റ് ഓ ഐ എം ടയർഡ് you get stronger day by day 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Devil gets weaker. Hallelujah. Ni Atma will pour out in the Venangila. Shatru Madakuna. Ninaka Sandosham Kudikondirikum. Ninaka Shakti Kudikondirikum. Even this morning, in between. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have to worship in the spirit. You have to praise in the spirit because the devil will get weaker. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If I am getting a wrestling match with my son, the more and more I am wrestling with him, he is getting tired, not me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You are wrestling with the devil. Greater is he. Ah, that is in you that he that is in the world. The more and more you are. Ah, come on. Come on, somebody. Resist the devil and submit to him and he will flee. Hallelujah. He will quit and he will leave. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Five things to learn from this passage. Five things to learn from between the promises and fulfillment. Hallelujah. Number one, the Bible speaks about the starting points of the children of Israel. The starting points. The Bible starts with that. These are the starting points. Now Moses wrote down the starting points of their journeys. We need to know the starting point. We need to start at some point. And some of you are sitting here. God has given you a starting point. How many of you remember your starting points? How many of you remember your beginnings? If you, would, you and I would remember our beginnings, our shout would have been better. Hallelujah. If we would have understood where we have begun. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somewhere we forgot where God gave us a start. From the miry pit. From hallelujah. Places hallelujah. Where nobody else would have gotten a start. Some of you hallelujah. At your, at your place would have gone into depression and mental asylum. Thank God we did not reach there because God gave us a start. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God hallelujah, was faithful to carry out. Hallelujah. His plan in our lives. How many of you, hallelujah, are thankful tonight? Hallelujah. Only if you realize from the point that you have started, you will be able to praise God. And you will be able to discern where you have reached. Hallelujah. In the midst of the battle, you have to praise Him. Otherwise, you'll forget from where God took you from. This will help you to discern your progress. Hallelujah. Amen. The very word Hebrews, or the Israel people were called the Hebrew. The very word means strangers. The strangers, they were always moving. Because they knew their starting point. From country to country, city to city. From emotional movements, from you know different movements they were going through. Hallelujah. But they were always moving. How many of you believe, hallelujah, that if the enemy has made you to be stuck somewhere, this morning God will help you to start moving again. He will give you the grace to take another step. He will give you the grace to move forth, to break the walls of stuckness. Come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You have to discern your progress. It's only when you, hallelujah, don't make a note of your starting points, you become unthankful. Hallelujah. Because, because the Bible says in Romans 1.21, although they knew God, they knew that starting point, they did not thank God. That God could not help them. When you are unthankful, hallelujah, sometimes even God is helpless. That's why enter his gates. How? Thanksgiving. He says, I want to help you. Just thank me. Thank me, help you. How many of you feel like that? Helping a person who did not thank you for the last sacrifice that you made for them. I mean, some of you are very like Jesus. Thank you. God bless you. Salute for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Keep thanking the Lord. How far we are Finishing the seventh month, moving into the eighth month. How many of you are grateful that God has kept you the seven months? Some of us would have lost our lives. Some of us would have met with accidents. Some of us would have gotten into, you know, uh, middle of a flood in Kerala. 
But thank God, some of the hallelujah, some of us could have gotten hallelujah tonight, maybe today would have gotten in Mumbai flush. I mean, we are still here worshiping the Lord, relaxing. How many of you are thankful? Hallelujah. We were not caught up in any of these places. We are thanking the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See their plight and your plight. Hallelujah. That is enough to thank the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you will thank the Lord? We would not have lasted too long with the battles that we are facing. We lasted longer. If you ask Abraham, how did you last long? Abraham would say, every year I waited, I became younger. Ah, praise the Lord. We read that he gave birth at the age of 99. I believe that he gave birth at the age of 49. Because he became younger every day. Praise the Lord. The more and more you wait, hallelujah, your strength is renewed, hallelujah. There is a delay. Don't be upset about the delays. You are getting stronger, hallelujah. Even at your weight, you are getting stronger, hallelujah. Be thankful, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We will last. Amen. The Holy Spirit is telling somebody that you will finish the remaining five months of this year well and victorious hallelujah take it ninde adutha anju masam hallelujah nee jayali aayittu nadakkum nee jayathoda nadakkum ennu vishwasichu oh parishuthalmavil onnu prarthiche kai thatti prarthiche anybody believing hallelujah the next 5 months will be victorious months i'll end up victorious oh, release your praise release your worship oh hallelujah ubadiya dudola bala sadaradara bala duradala bala seedara victory by the blood of jesus if you do not write your starting points you will never appreciate god amen how many of you know in your starting relationship with jesus you prayed for 5 minutes amen and then it increased to 10 minutes amen some of you say i've never left that place pastor i made a five star hotel there i was having but you have to start moving but at least the way that you pray has changed the way that you worship some of you would never open your mouth and say amen from the first time you came i remember it praise the lord hallelujah amen i understood long time back what it is to be a sekil in a, the, the valley of dry bones hallelujah but god helped us to say another, another amen god helped us to pray to him God taught us to speak in the Holy Spirit. God taught us to hear His voice in the Hallelujah midnight hours to rise up and pray. God taught us how to release a generational blessing upon our children. God has released us how to be successful in our finances. God has released us how to patch up a marriage. God has taught us many things. Come on, somebody, Hallelujah! God has taught how to walk holy in an unholy world. God has taught us to be obedient, Hallelujah! By the grace of God, God has taught us to pray for long hours. God has brought us ahead. you have progress you might not have arrived but you are not what you are used to how many of you are thankful tonight hallelujah nee ethanna edutti kaanathilla anna nee palaye pole alla edandakka sambhavichu edandakka nadannu something has happened something deeply has happened hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah israelites were not in the promised land and they're still in egypt egypt but they had a starting point hallelujah when you are in a flight you know when you are flying through the clouds you don't know where you are hallelujah only when you reach there you will understand okay i have reached from bangalore to goa but here are these people walking in the land they knew the starting point in the mass of land they knew they were progressing hallelujah they knew that they were not in the current position where they start they have seen the signboards they are moving hallelujah amen and the landmarks indicate they are moving forward hallelujah if you write down your starting points you will be able to see how far god has brought you in your life in your business in your work hallelujah glory to god in any places of your life hallelujah you have started small but you have become little larger than small are you thankful to god this is about him this is about jesus this is about thanking jesus this is not even about you this is about giving your hands in the hands of the loving god never settle down till you reach your destination look at two people and say never settle down till you reach your destination where do you need to reach eternity with jesus in heaven that is our destination in his glory in his love 
Our destination is eternity. Don't settle down. Don't let your roots go down here in a place, in, a, in, in something which is lesser than that. Go forward. Hallelujah. Keep looking at the eternity. Keep looking at Jesus and moving forward. Hallelujah. Number two, the Bible says in verse three, the children of Israel, second thing we learn between the starting point and the destination before it comes to fulfillment. In the passage, second thing we learn, the children of Israel went out with boldness in the sight of all the Egyptians. Amen. You must take off in the sight of your enemies. It is God's desire that you take off in the sight of the enemies. He prepared a table. Only if there are enemies, God can prepare a table. Thank God for the enemies. We pray for the enemies. Praise God. God, it took all the way for uh, the Pharaoh to come close to Egyptians till God opened up the Red Sea. Only if there are people in the gallery, God will do a miracle. Ah, come on somebody. Come on somebody this morning. You need people, hallelujah, to look hallelujah. Everyone who criticized. Praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody who spoke against you, everybody will come around you. Don't get, hallelujah, scared and intimidated. And know the Lord is going to prepare a table in front of the enemy. Praise the Lord. In the Palkalata, hallelujah, thank the Lord, hallelujah. He is about to prepare a, oh, come on, a table in front of your enemies. If you believe it, put your heads together. Hallelujah, say thank the Lord for my table. If you are waiting for everything to be all right first and move forward, you will never will. You have to make a decision tonight as you're going to partake of the bread and the wine because of what he has done, because of his energy and his power. I'm going to take more forward against how my circumstances looks like. I'm going to take a step forward. In the midst of my enemies. When you do that, he promises the promised table. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Everybody desires to progress in life. There are people who scare you, who oppress you, who humiliate you and don't wish to see you prosper. Everybody doesn't like you. Everybody don't like you. You have to understand that. Amen. Everybody don't like to see you prosper. But you just have to keep forgiving and moving on. Keep forgiving and moving on. Don't be curseful. Don't wait. Let me also show who I am. Hallelujah. Forgiveness is an energy to step ahead. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you will forgive tonight? It helps you to keep your focus on your calling. And courageously, the Bible says, with boldly, courageously, they step forward. When you courageously take those steps and move forward, heaven will step on for you. Heaven will come on. Hallelujah. No enemy can touch you. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Open your mouth. I condemn it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People won't want to see your progress in your studies, in your spiritual life, financially. Everyone will not wish the best for you. In the midst of such people, God is faithful. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. God will anoint you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those kind of intimidating, disturbing thoughts that everything is against you and everybody is against you and bank manager is against you. My boss is against you. Who cares? Hallelujah. Nobody cares. Hallelujah. The heaven doesn't care. God doesn't care. Jesus doesn't care. The Holy Spirit doesn't care. He is faithful to take. Oh, come on, somebody. You worship the Lord. Oh. No problem with today's people. Out of 200% people, only 90% comes actually, I mean, only 10% comes actually to give back to the Lord. Everybody gets upset. The moment their breakthrough doesn't come, their marriage doesn't come through, their financial dose doesn't go open, hallelujah, they're sick. I mean, healing doesn't come through. I mean, everybody will start complaining like Israelites because only 10% in every church wants to come back and say, what can I give back to God? That's also Bible. Out of 10 Samaritans, only one came back. Hallelujah. And say, how can I serve the Lord? How can I follow the Lord? 
Come on, somebody today. Hallelujah. Do you want to be the 10 that heaven knows? Or do you want to be the 90 that just come and go back? Hallelujah. But how many of you will say, Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to get upset or angry. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he is faithful. I'm going to keep worshipping the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Because even sometimes, you know, when you are on the move, also people will get upset and angry. A lot of people, when your friends having drugs and playing cards, nobody had a problem. You, when you were with them and eating and drinking and gossiping and back-mouthing and bad-mouthing and backstabbing and making curries out of everybody and making soup, nobody had a problem. The moment you step forward, everybody will come. Everybody has a problem. But don't look into all that. Don't stop yourself from moving forward to please people. Hallelujah. A lot of people do not obey the word and the commandments. Hallelujah. They don't even come to church on a Sunday. They don't even come to baptize. They are looking to, hallelujah, some other, they have, I mean, totally against what the heaven wants. Their opposition with God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you start moving forward, there might be so many people who will try to tell you not to go forward. Hallelujah. A lot of people, hallelujah. Sometimes people does not move forward because they're scared of their family. Sometimes people does not move forward because they're scared of their peers. Look at somebody and say, don't be fearful. Look at two people and say, Hallelujah. Amen. Don't stop moving forward because of your friends, your family, your business, nobody. Just look to Jesus and start moving forward. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Say, I'm going to be obedient. Hallelujah. I'm going to be the first to move forward. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. It doesn't matter hallelujah, who is with me or who is not with me. I'm going to look to Jesus and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to keep moving. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because people who obey the word of the Lord and move, the heavens will open up and the glory of Yahweh will rise over their lives. Arise and shine. The light has come. Come on, the light has come. Oh, Velicha Mandirigino. Arise and shine. Not arise and be boring. Arise and shine. Look at two people and say, Arise and shine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not be boring. The way we get up, people will fall. This church is boring. Come on. The way you take the weights, people should be attracted to come to church. From the gym to the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pharaoh's first done dies and he was angry. People in Egypt were angry and upset because of the judgment that was coming upon them. But the Bible says Israel, the children of Israel moved out from with boldness in the midst of them. You have a journey in the midst of the enemies. Hallelujah. There is a generational hallelujah blessing that is coming. Hallelujah. As an army of the living God, you and your family are going to move in the midst. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. No matter what the bondages are, no matter who are against her, you will move out. Hallelujah. You will move out of the bondage. Come on. He will give you the Holy Spirit to help you to move out. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. Number three. Thing that you learn between the promise and the fulfillment in the passage. Hallelujah. Don't die where you were born. Read somewhere in life. Look at two people and say, read somewhere in life. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't stuck with the company. Don't stuck with anyone. Keep moving into the destination of God. If you're living in a home or family of four, hallelujah, and one person suddenly buys a home, hallelujah, the other three will not like it. But you keep moving. Hallelujah. Don't be upset, hallelujah, about somebody else's unrest. You keep moving and you keep progressing because you have to go on with your life. You have to listen to what the Lord tells you. Look at somebody and say, keep moving. 
See, even if you step forward and you make a mistake, it's your mistake. Hallelujah. Not the mistake of your parents. It's all right to make mistakes as long as you're taking a step ahead. It's all right to make a wrong decision as long as your movement is forward. God will take care of you. Don't worry if you have failed and if you feel that you are losing out, God will fill you. Hallelujah. God will not allow anybody who stepped for the Lord to lose out. Hallelujah. Oh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter where it comes from as long as the cup is overflowing. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He will protect you. Just imagine these Egyptians are so upset, they're staring. Egyptians are staring. It's fine. I don't expect that in the church though. Egyptians are staring in the midst of them. God took them. Sometimes, hallelujah, there are people who will stare at you. Who are looking at you. I like what man of God said. Let them look. They will gnash their teeth. Sometimes they think, oh pastor is just telling us to encourage us. They have to think like that. Sometimes they think, oh, pastor is stirring up our faith, but nothing is going to change. You have to think like that. Only then God can do His work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. While you are thinking like that, while you are looking at that, while you are staring like that, my God will do His work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people who will pray that you don't prosper. I know people who will fast for their own proper. There was a uh, there, there was a there was a person who prayed, "My wife will die." My wife is still alive. That person has gone. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you know those kind of demonic prayers will not prevail? God's intentions will not prevail. God's thoughts will not prevail. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. What he thought he will do it. Every death plan of the enemy, leave your life in the blood name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Even in Paul's time, there were people who took a vow. Hallelujah. To destroy Paul. Some people shaved their heads. Hallelujah. To see you not walking in joy and peace. But in the midst of the all that, the Holy Spirit will make you a holy people. Holy Spirit will take you forward. How many of you know in the midst of all that, you are the one walking. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 was written when he said he will prepare a table in the midst of the enemies. Somebody said, there are no enemies, there is no table. If you have many enemies, don't look at them. Set your eyes on the table. Every day, get up and set your eyes on the table. Set your eyes on the shepherd. Set your eyes, hallelujah, in the middle of what the devil is doing. The challenges, the threatenings, hallelujah. The death threats, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Whatever threats that there is in the city, the Lord is telling somebody, don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody can touch the ah, oh, even a strand of your hair. Somebody receive it. Oh, may the supernatural protection be over the church and over God's people in this city. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The fourth thing that you learn in the midst of the journey and its fulfillment is that verse 8 says, they went through the Red Sea. In your journey, you have to face the Red Sea. But the children of Israel passed through the Red Sea. How many of you believe that you are the one who is going to pass through? Your family will pass through. Your marriage will pass through. Your finances will pass through. Your children will pass through. Amen. The Red Sea became the point for some people. 
Some people, the moment there's Red Sea, they'll take a selfie and they say, bye-bye. Hallelujah. They turn back. We have gotten so far. That's good enough. We cannot go further. It's not good enough. Look at two people and say, it's not good enough. I know some good things have happened to you. Good, good, good. But it's not good enough. Not good. Good things have happened. Not good enough. I know that you are very hungry to get the rest of the word. But just take time. Look at the person sitting next to you. It's not good enough. Church is the only praise where there are no secrets. Have you heard this song? It is no secret what God can do. God has done it for. He will do it for you. Will thumbs don't open. He'll pardon you. What God no secret. Hallelujah. Every believer has a Red Sea, but that's not the end. You can cry there, but don't sit there crying. Take a step of faith and stretch the rod, for he has given that small faith, that small stick, that small, hallelujah, that stick in your hand, hallelujah. Oh, throw that stone that is in your hand. Whatever that is in your hand, if you would release that, that praise, that thanksgiving, hallelujah, the Red Sea will part this morning. This morning, I'm not asking you a few great things. If you have a praise, lift your hands and give a shout up. Come on. If you have a stick, if you have authority, release it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When your business is hit by a debt crisis, don't keep crying that point. Don't think that's the end. In the midst of the barrier, God will see you through if you would just put that rod on that place. If you would take authority over your mouth. God will open up a way, a formidable barrier it might be, a formidable enemy it might be, but God will see you through. Maybe your starting point in your marriage was great. Your honeymoon in Niagara Falls would have been great. But now you are afraid to go with your husband to the Jock Falls because you are afraid he'll put me, push me there. You know but in the midst of all that, Praise the Lord. Don't be scared. Don't say, I'm tired of this marriage. I'm going to quit. Don't say, I want to stop this business now. Don't give up. Say, I'm going to move forward. In the midst of the trouble, bow your knees and worship the Lord. Lift your hands to God and God will see you through. God will make a way. His presence will come with you. His power will flow for you. His right hand will lift you up. He will lift the humble. He will give grace to the humble. His presence will be like a rain. His presence will be like a cloud by day and a fire by night. His assuring presence will lift you up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If God has called you, don't worry about the Red Sea. He will open up a way for you. He will not let you drown. The very sea, I like a man of God. He said, the very sea was created not for the children of Israel. Because if God made want them to make them cross, just like he took Philip from Esotus, Philip from Samaria to Atos, Asotus, the, the, the parachute of heaven came and took him from one place to another. God would have sent a wind and would have taken the people from Egypt to the promised land. He did not do that. He created, he wanted the Red Sea. Not for the children of Israel. He wanted that Red Sea to drown Pharaoh and Ha. Come on somebody. The problem is not going to drown you. Oh, it is to drown the devil. It is to end the devil's plan. Come on. The problem is not for you. The problem is for the devil. Oh, come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This trouble is not going to take your life. This trouble is going to destroy the past of the devil. Keep moving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They're looking at both the sides. It is going to engulf me. No. You will see the miracle. The water will not touch you. The water will not touch you. Because it's created not to touch you. You have to every day trust in the Lord. He's faithful to get you across. How many of you will lift your hands and say, Lord, I trust in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God will never send you on an impossible errand. Amen. Hallelujah. Fifth thing, fifth thing, I'm going to say this, I'm going to pray and break the bread together. 
Hallelujah. You want to hear it today? How many of you will? Hallelujah. The Bible says, verse 8, they departed from there before Harioth, Hairioth, and camped at Mara. How many of you know that Mara means bitterness? But learn to transform it. Learn to transform your bitterness. They camped, the Bible says, at Mara. Mara. In your Christian life, there are going to be bitter experiences. There are people who love you and people who hate you. You cannot do anything about it. Can you do anything about it? You can at the most say, people who hate you, don't hate me. Even still, they hate you. Hallelujah. You can do good to them. Even still, they hate you. Sometimes we are bitter. The Bible says there was a robber in the Bible. Jesus was in the middle and there were two robbers. And the Bible says one was too bitter. He was cursing God. He was cursing the people. He was cursing the other robber. I mean, everybody around them, he was cursing. You don't know what has happened to this robber. Something has happened. Hallelujah. How many of you are there like that? Something has happened. You are so bitter. You don't know. Maybe the prayers that you made did not get answered. Maybe that your parents did not love you much enough. Maybe somebody you loved died or you were born with a disadvantage. Don't know. What is it? Something has happened to you. Even while you are coming to partake of the bread and the wine. We should be looking at the cross, our redemption, our redeemer. Hallelujah. There is Jesus on that side in the middle. Instead of looking at the Redeemer who have redeemed you, who wants to tell you that He loves you, we are sitting with a stubbornness and a rebellious spirit. In Malayalam, there's a Mardanava. Mardalang Shakti. Rebellious, stubborn. That's what happens. People have gone through pain. I've seen this. I don't understand why their hearts doesn't melt. Sometimes you don't understand because great is the pain, great is the trouble. Maybe the delay in prayer, maybe the husband became unfaithful or the wife. They hardened their hearts. Not everybody, somebody. There are two groups of people when you come to the table. One is the one who makes their heart soft and say, Lord, I need your grace. I'm so bitter, but I don't want to camp here. I've been shortchanged, but I don't want to camp here. How many of you are here tonight? Like that. You don't need to put a mask. Break the mask and say, I am deeply hurt. But how long want to sit you with that hurt? Maybe you've lost the job at the wrong time. Maybe you're pained by me. Your pastor. But how long are you going to sit like that? Maybe you're sick and you did not get your healing. But if you keep telling the Lord, Lord, I don't want a hard heart. I still want to bless you, Lord. I want to still worship you. Give me a soft heart. I'm, I'm not able to handle this. His grace will flow. His answer will come from heaven. There will be a supernatural touch by the Lord. Hallelujah. I am finding it difficult. If you say with your mouth from your heart, God will come to touch your issue. He is present. He will come by himself. He will not send an angel. The second robber went through the same problem. But his attitude was different. Same punishment. He was attentive to the Lord. He was looking to the Lord. He saw the Lord. He looked at Jesus and he saw everybody speaking negative and spitting against him. He was twisted and told in the hands of the devil. And he looked at this Jesus. Jesus was not cursing them back. He said, why the Jesus is not cursing me back? Hallelujah. Why is this Jesus not cursing back? Why is this Jesus not cursing back? He looked. Are you here tonight? He did not curse back for yours behalf. 
he was dying for you on the cross he was intimidated pained he wanted to even give one look and they would have fried into two and he did not do that because in his heart you and i were there in his heart he was carrying the sins of the mankind he was carrying your sins and my sins he took hallelujah that moment to focus refocus himself to god and to carry your sins and to say hallelujah here i am for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross This man saw that. The second robber saw that. Jesus not saying a word. Today when we look at believers, their words are curses and complaining and murmur for everything. Judging. Some of you are watching through the net. I'm speaking about you, some of you. That's not what Jesus taught us. Everybody will have a weak moment, but you have to move out. You have to move forward. You have to, this man looked at this goodness of God and he said, I repent. Lord, remember me. Remember me. And the Lord said, today you shall be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. This morning when you are amidst the bitterness, I want to tell you there is a cross that remembers you. There is a love letter. His name is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He is the letter of letters. He is the song of songs. Come on. He is the song of our lives. And he said, today you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. One cry is enough church. Your bitterness, the Bible says, in the place of Mara, the Bible says there was a tree. And the Lord said, take the tree and put them into the water. It's speaking about the cross in the Old Testament. Take the cross and put it into the Maras. Look at somebody and say, take the cross. Take the cross. Don't take the pain. Don't take the loss. Take the cross. Put it into your pain. Kalangatilla. Cross is the only thing that will not put fuel to the fire. It will shut the fire. It will shut the fire. Hallelujah. The fire of unforgiveness, it will shut it. Look at the third person, the third cross, the Redeemer's cross. On one side is the robber, hallelujah, who is stubborn. And the other side, the one who repented. And the other, between rebellion and repentance, he is the redeemer. Hallelujah. He became curse for you. He became sin for you. He took your place that you don't have to carry sin and shame. Why am I confident? Because he carried my sin. Why am I not condemned to hell? Because he became hell for me that I have a way to heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why am I rich? Because he became poor that I shall be made rich. Hallelujah. Why am I not under the generational curse? Because he became a curse for me. I will be the blessing of God. Why am I not staying in my sickness? Because his stripes, I am healed. Why do I have long life? Because he died prematurely that I will have long life. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 7 says, All those who call upon this name of Jesus shall be saved. If you don't know Jesus today, He is the Savior of your life. That word salvation comes from the word Yasha, Joshua or Joshua, which means Yahweh saves. That word Jesus delivers. Hallelujah. Amen. What does that word mean? That you are caught for a crime and there is a capital punishment for you. And you are going to be hung and you are come to that place where the uh, nose of the thread is going to be uh, put on over you. And you are going to, uh, you are going to be declared uh, uh, and, and that the judge is going to say, give that capital punishment. Put that uh, uh, switch, put that machine, let, 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 let him hung. And, and at that moment, another police officer is running with a letter. And saying, stop it. Not yet. Don't hang him. Take off his thread from his, from, from, from his neck. Release him. And, 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 and the judge is saying, why? Because I have a letter from the president. He's released. He's released. 
you and I could have been hung for your sin, for your punishment, for your lies, for everything that you have done. You and I would have been the one who was going through the capital punishment. But because Jesus took your place, there was a deliverance and the Lord said, release him, release her. He was the love letter sent from heaven to release your life. From the capital punishment, he delivers you. Ida manusia kan dah macam ni baru jatuh. Ida manusia kan harus turut jatuh. Apa ni lahir ni? Nindah power dan nara itu lahir tu. If it was not for him, your place would have been in hell. You don't have to get into the hell. You can receive him as your Lord and Savior. He was brought near to that punishment. Jesus is the letter from God. What is the word? Salvation means in Isaiah 35 and the fourth verse. Somebody read it for me, please. Isaiah 35th and the fourth verse. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. With the recompense of God, He will come and save you. That word save means sozo, to escape from destruction. Jesus said, don't be fearful hearted. I will come and save you. I'll give you sozo. I will make you, cause you to escape. In other words, it's like catching a squirrel in your hand and you're going to kill a squirrel. And somehow something happened and the squirrel managed to escape from your destruction. You were not allowed to destroy before you could destroy you and before you could kill that squirrel. It escaped. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. The devil had trapped you but he delivered you. Come on. The Lord is sending deliverance to some traps tonight. He's sending sozo. The enemy will not be able to trap your life, your generation. Hallelujah. The devil's hands, he will send sozo. Hallelujah. Amen. Not just your spirit from hell. Not just your mind. Not just your body. Zozo means life in every area of your life. Even in your finances. Financial traps God is releasing you. Come on. How many of you have seen oranges? Orange. On the top of the orange. It's beautiful. I know you are saved. But when you keep peeling, there are different levels to that orange come on when you open up salvation through worship and revelation there is healing there is deliverance there is calling there is exploits there is miraculous there is heavenly mindset there is hallelujah grace to forgive i mean there are financial deliverances there are so many things that's called sozo Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, Ninda Rexakivendi Matrabala. Ella Kairina Kuwaita, Deva Marichada. Ella Magale Kuwaita, Deva Marichada. Manasana Sarina, there is Sabbath. Come on, somebody, this morning. He saved you in every area of your life. Zozo. He will chase the enemy out with his vengeance. The vengeance is for the enemy. Ah, come on. God is not coming to with your vengeance. The vengeance is against the devil. The enemy is going to be chased out with the vengeance of God. Hallelujah. He is releasing you from the miry Don't be fearful hearted. You are not trapped. Hallelujah. You are not being cheated. God will not be allow you to be cheated. In Exodus chapter 12, the shadow of the blood of Jesus Christ and the cross, the Bible says, Israel was under the slavery for 430 years. After 430 years, they cried to the Lord. Because it's been four generations, more than four, I mean, more than generations that they are trapped in one problem. And the blood of Jesus saved them. If God could save them from 430 years of slavery and bondage, it doesn't matter how strong your issue is. If you would cry out to the Lord, the Bible says Israel cried out and God answered them and set them free. He will save you. Hallelujah. There were so many miracles Moses did. So many miracles. But still, they are in that one bondage. How many of you are here? You have seen so many miracles, but there is one issue you have not still. 
God is telling people, there is one issue you still have not seen the miracle. The Lord is releasing you out of that area. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. In Matthew 26, it is the same thing. Jews would celebrate Passover, remembering this incident. Jesus Christ is the Passover lamb. When we take the bread and the wine, we remember this thing. This Jesus who redeemed us, who saved us. Says, take, eat and drink. It is the cup of the everlasting covenant. We've been listening of the covenant. This is how you walk in the covenant. Don't stay in bitterness. Hallelujah. He remembers you. He remembers you. He remembers his covenant. One cry from the cross made him jump from hell to heaven. Oh, come on somebody. Hallelujah. One cry will give you the jump that you need. One cry will give you the jump that you need. Oh, one cry will give you the jump that you need. And that word means salvation means completeness. When Israel went out of Egypt, they plundered, the Bible says, the Egyptians. They plundered of all the wealth. But some people say, no, no, I am happy coming to church. I know I am saved. I am going to heaven. That's enough. Okay, brother. Very good. But if you obey and keep moving, you will plunder. Praise the Lord. Plunder. Hallelujah. Not only spiritually, emotionally, physically, but they plundered the Egyptians of gold and silver. Come on, somebody. God will bless you in the area of finances. Hallelujah. Definitely salvation is more important. But God does not want you to keep staying there. He wants you to see God's salvation in other areas too. Hallelujah. 400 years, their forefathers worked and they did not get any wages. One night, all the wages with appreciation, appraisal, appraisals, interest. Come on, somebody. One night, you look to the Lord. One night is enough to change your life. One Ratri, One Ratri, Believing in the blood of the Lamb can change your life forever. Four hundred years. I like what Pastor said. He said they had effort, but without fruit. Efforts without fruitfulness. I want you to write it on your book. From this day onwards, write the date and the time. No more fruitless efforts. Amen. No more fruitless efforts. You will be fruitful in the effort that you are doing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will not be frustrated for not having a fruit. Your fruit will come. Hallelujah. Your effortless labor is over. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul in prison came out. He was being shipped into another place to Rome and there was a storm. All that he is used to eating is Godamunda in Malayalam, we say. I don't know what you say in Kannada. When you say Godamunda, you understand. You have a number and you have a cell and you have prison clothes. He was in the prison. He only had bondas. I mean, suddenly he is in the ship and there after bondas, he thought some good food I will get. He got a storm. And he's in the storm now. How many of you have you thought your small problems are over and you are getting into a bigger problem. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And suddenly the ship wreck and they get on to Malta. And suddenly from Gaudamunda, <laughs> the Lord is giving the food of the noble. There were noble people there and Paul is fed with noble food. Praise God. Biryani straight from Taj is on Paul's table. From Bonda of Chayakada, Taj Biryani. Your, your atmosphere is going to change. Your favor is going to change. It's a bitter water, I know. But there is a God who redeems you, who fills you. How do you receive that? Number one, have a thankful heart. We spoke about it. 
Number two, you need to have a positive action to experience it. Your motives, a positive action with a poor, pure heart. Motive should be right. Motive should be Jesus. Hallelujah. And number three, you need to have, declare that over your life. Everybody said declare. John 6.63 says, the words that come out of your mouth. Can you read John 6.63 please? John 6.63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The words Jesus speaking to you, they are spirit, they are life. One of the words word for salvation is stoma. Everybody says stoma. Not storm, stoma. Which means to declare. There was a man who which a pastor went to pray for. He was in sickness, in cancer. Pastor went, prayed for him and said, open your mouth and say I'm healed. He said, and then the pastor prayed and the Lord showed there was a demon that is inside his tongue that is holding his life because if he would say one amen he's immediately healed but there's a demon that is shutting his mouth there are demons in the church which are shutting the mouths from people to declare their faith in the lord come on somebody i rebuke those kind of demons to leave uh, the harassing your tongue in the name of jesus the praise and thanksgiving if you would declare oh yeah 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 if you would declare Bible says in Romans 10, 9, 10, it is with your heart that you believe it. But what you believe it, it is with your mouth that you confess. Only what you believe, if you open your mouth and declare, it will come to pass. Declare your miracle. Declare your healing. Declare your deliverance. Don't have a shut mouth. I rebuke that dehors. Amen. When you want to say Amen, praise the Lord, you can't. How many of you will say Amen? How many of you open your mouth and say, declare over my life? There was a wife who asked a pastor to pray for husband and say, He's dying, he's dying, he's dying. Pastor said, Shut up. You want me to tell him he's going to alive and you are telling me he's dying. You want me to pray for him to rise again? As long as you are saying he's dying, he's dying, he'll die. I mean, some wives don't take it. Eh? He's dying, he's dying, he's dying. The fact is that he is dying. But you say, I know the fact, the truth is by the stripes of Jesus. What you speak is by the truth of Jesus, by the stripes of Jesus. He is healed, he is healed, he is healed. When you declare that, hallelujah, when that woman started declaring that, that man got healed. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You look at your children, you look at your husband, you look at the wife, you look at the empty chairs, hallelujah, emptiness of your life and say, hallelujah, he will heal me, he will fill me, he will deliver me, I know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are not declining, we are not saying sickness is not there, but we are saying by his stripes I'm healed. We are not saying you don't have it, but we are saying I have something better. Hallelujah. Declare it. Are you with me here, church? You come to Mara and don't keep speaking about your Maraness. Look to Jesus. He will bring a supernatural sweetness. This morning, if you would take that cross, put that into your Mara, He will bring the Redeemer's sweetness will come upon your life. Mara is not forever. Look at three people and say, Mara is not forever. Bitterness is not forever. Some of us are keeping records of people have done. Records. Don't keep referring to it. Don't keep going back to what your mother-in-law did and what your wife did. Don't keep referring. A fight will never cease. I mean, look at two people and say, don't keep referring, brother. Please don't keep referring. Please. For cross sake, Jesus sake. For your sake. And for the three hours I preach, for my sake. That I will not have to preach the same sermon again. For my sake. Don't refer. And the Bible says. Verse 5. 
ninth verse says they moved from Mara and came to Elim. So keep moving. Elim is a place of refueling and refreshing. Only if you move out from Mara, come forward to Elim. Elim, there were two, 70 palm trees. Or the Bible says, Elim, there were 12 springs of water, 70 palm trees, and they camped there. There is a river of life. There is a river of anointing. There is a river of greatness. There is a river of glory. There is a river of power. There is a river of joy. Move out from Mara to Elim. Christian life is a journey. Learn to relax and refuel in the journey. Some people are always in a hurry. In long journeys. Look at somebody and say, don't be in a hurry. Recognize your Elim. Some people say, Pastor, sometimes you know you are very indisciplined. You don't stop on in time. I mean, tell me something which I don't know. <laughs> Why? Because church meeting is your elim. You need to stay there. Camp there as much as possible. That's what I'm trying to do. To keep you here. I know some of you have exams. I know some of you have only Sunday. But next week refueling is here. Right now. Oh, come on somebody. Get this. Get this. Elim is a place to relax. It's a place. It might be a prophetic word. It might be calling you for fasting and prayer. Pastor, I can't. Don't say that. It is your Elim. We will have fasting and prayers in the coming months. They may have anointed time of worship. Pastor, worship is too much, eh? These boys have started, uh, you know, sounding not that great. Beginning, it was okay. Even their throats will get dry, boys. Hallelujah. You are only singing for 10 or 15 minutes of the entire one and a half hours. They are singing. When God said this is going to be an extraordinary year. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Come on. It's a prophecy, a promise. That is your Elim. You need to learn to rest in that prophecy. You need to hold on to it and eat its fruit. Come on. Look at somebody and say, hold on to that prophecy. This is going to be an extraordinary year. Eat the fruit of it. Hallelujah. Have you seen truck drivers? The long journeys, they even they take a break. They relax, talk to a couple of people, have a tea or a bada, wash their faces, relax, and restart. Some people are always in a hurry. We need to learn to relax and rest. In Christian life, negative situations and circumstances will keep coming your way. But recognize the Elim and hold on to it. God is opening up an Elim for us today. This word is, is opening up an elim, a prophetic word, a prophetic release to the one who is believing and taking it. A prophetic change, hallelujah. A prophetic refueling, hallelujah. It's happening now in the name of Jesus. Some of you, what could have had it in five days of fasting and prayer, you can get it for free, hallelujah. And release a river, I release it over the congregation. A new river, hallelujah. A new change. Some people just want 5 liters fueling the tank. But I want you, Petra Church, to have full tank. Don't come for 5, take it, five 10 minutes, worship and go. Take the full thing. From the starting to the final blessing. Tank full. I will close the lid. Praise the Lord. Praise Don't go without hope, closing the lid, without the final blessing. Hallelujah. Elim means resting in the place of refreshing. Christian life is a journey. Amen. Keep moving. Just close your eyes in prayer.